Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. With a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to to make make your Tuesday just right. I'm Olivia, an entrepreneur, content creator, and a friend to call if you need some encouragement. And I'm Lisa, a mom, an artist, and I'm not your average pastor's wife. Our mission is to bring you episodes every week that will inspire you, help you grow, and bring a smile to your face. Through renowned entrepreneurs and experts, social media personalities, and our super witty and cute banter. This podcast is for the girl who wants to learn about her health, has big dreams and knows that complacency is never an option. She also has time in her schedule for two new BFFs. Because there is one thing we are confident in. It's It's always always better better when Salt and Pepper come together. Hi Shakers, welcome to the Salt and Pepper podcast. My name is Olivia. And my name is Lisa. And on today's episode, we're talking about your truth and how it's not your truth. It's not your truth. No, absolutely not. Um... What's your current obsession? So my current obsession, do you want to hear about how trashy I am? I don't need to hear about it to know about it, but go ahead. <laughs> that actually took me a second. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. You're like, to be I thought you were trying to be sassy. I'm like, I don't think she got it. Um, I've been watching Love Island. Yeah, we talked about this last time. Oh, we did? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Should have checked it off. Should have checked Redo. it off. All right. Um, okay, my current obsession is fish. I've been eating so much fish. Poke in particular. Like Is that raw? Yeah. Can't do raw. Yes. Can't do fully raw things. Half raw? Seared? You can you do seared? I can do sushi and I know it's raw, but if it gets too raw, I'll go What's that too raw? It's just like it's not baked. Yeah, I think or if it's like an eel situation that's raw on the top or something like that why okay how does that make it more raw is it a mind game is it a mind thing no it's the texture i think Mm, Um, when i feel like i'm chewing something and it's it's meant to be cooked and it's not cooked i get a little bit to be cooked is sorry traditionally traditionally that's your truth (laughs) traditionally cooked like really really red bloody like red meat like that so have you had um beef tartare um, I can't do any th- raw red meat. I will vomit. Is that what you're talking can about? Can you do red meat at all? Yeah, I do red meat. I don't feel good, so I only eat it when I go out, though. Hey, why can't you do raw red meat? Um, Because it's disgusting to me. Okay, so I you can raw- have it, but you can. won't. I think. Artie and I both are, like, well done red meat people. Right. And, like, even with eggs, if it's runny at all, I cannot eat it. I have to, like, cut out the center. Is that... And that's a texture thing? And yeah. a mind thing? Mm. Maybe both. Hmm. It's a taste thing. It's if it's something's runny and it's meat, I'm like I. I'm Ew, not here runny for and it. meat. Yeah, those don't go together. Well, so here's the thing. I had beef tartare for the first time. Yeah, it tasted like sushi. I'm not kidding. Well, I'd be willing to try it. It was delicious. Well, that's good. Yeah, I know a po- pokey or poke or whatever people eat it. I get it. People eat it. People, people eat we it. Do. But like, if I had the choice to choose between like two like cooked tuna or raw tuna i'm picking the cooked tuna so um there's only one poke place here that i know of Mm -hmm. um i ate there twice last week Mm -hmm. and then my sister-in-law's actually made poke on a different day so Mm -hmm. i had it three times oh and i especially want to keep going to this poke place because it's new i'm trying to support a small business also 
it's a Korean guy who owns it. And I've seen his family in there. And I want to make friends with them and have them make me Korean food. And I want them to adopt me into their family. And I oh. want them to teach me Korean. So so you're using them. I'm paying, paying my way through the system to make connections. So it's just building connections yeah. one day at a time. I just have to introduce yeah. myself. I chickened out last time, but introduce I Introduce yourself in Korean. I can do you need that. to practice. Yeah, practice I'll, practi- I'll practice a lot. Yeah. Okay, what about you? Um, so it's my current obsession is kind of confusing because <laughs> it's not what it is, but it's what it is. Um, so Elvis is my current obsession because I've always loved Elvis. You know this, right? Mm-hmm. You know this? Hubba hubba. Is that not? You mean hunka hunka? Hunka hunka. <laughs> hunka hunka burning love. Um... I grew up listening to Elvis. I love his music. Pop it on at any time. It's a feel-good moment. But we saw the movie last night with Austin Butler. Have okay. you seen commercials for that? Mm-mm. Commercials. <laughs> Trailers. Ads. Um, ads. You were millennials. What else would it be? I know. What else is this supposed well, to I be? Called a commercial. That means I'm a millennial. It's like when I call it Skype. It's a problem. Oh, yeah, I guess that's wrong. I know, it is wrong. Um, you know who Austin Butler is? He donated, he donated, uh, he dated Vanessa Hudgens for a really long time. No. Bomb? No. Serial killer. He dated Vanessa Hudgens for a long time. Mm-mm. He was like a Disney Channel kid. Anyway, mm-hmm. he looks exactly like Elvis. Um, but so this movie starts and we know it's about Elvis. My mom and I go see it and it starts and I'm like, okay what is this I was not expecting this this is like extremely artistic like in a crazy way Hmm. and I'm watching it and I'm sending Arturo like screen grabs of it because I'm like you would if you made an Elvis movie it would be this screen grabs wait were you sorry I was recording I recorded some of it and I just sent it to Arturo wait what's wrong with that not posting it on the internet no 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 no. I was just thinking millennial it's just things oh. that we're like so used to saying. It's like saying delete when you're like writing something. Like, oh, oh I deleted when you like right. erased something. Screen grab? I've said deleted. Oh, okay. In... Wait, screen grab? I guess it's wrong. I was thinking of when I was on my phone, like screen recording it. Anyways. Anyway, <laughs> so he goes, yeah, it's the director of Moulin Rouge. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to like this. But wow, this is incredible. I don't know if you've, I've been, this has been happening to me a lot with movies where I go, most beautiful movie I've ever seen. Didn't like it. Wouldn't watch it again. Wait, wait, how, wait, what is that? I don't understand. Like artistically, cinematically, the colors, the costumes, the, everything about it, beautiful. And I'm like, wow, what they did with this was amazing. One second. I, uh, do you say Mulan or Moulin Rouge? Moulin Rouge. Oh, okay. I was thinking Mulan. I was like, oh. you didn't like Mulan? No, I loved Mulan. Mulan Rouge. <laughs> and I was like, wait, how did he do Mulan and then this like yeah, live yeah, action? Yeah, no. So <laughs> That's hilarious. And Great Gatsby. Uh, did you not like Great no. Gatsby? Oh my gosh, no. I could rewatch that. Actually, I can't. Wait, that's interesting. I it's, tried to be watching it and I was bored. Yeah, so here, this is what I determined with it. Okay. Is it's unique and incredible. He's an amazing artist when it comes to movies 10 out of 10 depressing watching it i'm like this is so sad and that was moulin rouge so mm-hmm. sad great gatsby true. i'm like this it has like this dark undertone throughout the entire thing that is so mm-hmm. true but anyway so they did this and i have to just say just really quick so it's going and i would highly recommend watching this movie it was two hours and 45 
minutes, I lean over to my mom and I'm like, mom, it's almost three hours long. She goes, do you want to go? Because she wasn't really enjoying it. I was like, Mm. no, like, let's watch it. But they did all this stuff where they were like using new artists. So they did a, uh, here, I'll play it just for a second. It's with Doja Cat and it's with Hound Dog from Elvis. It's such a vibe. And he's like walking in downtown Memphis. And it's like these songs that they're collaborating with, with Elvis. And I was like, yeah. So, and this is like on TikTok right now. Yeah. Anyway. So the whole thing was a vibe. I freaking love Doja Cat. I don't, but it was a vibe for sure. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I highly recommend just reminded me how much I love Elvis, but also reminded me about how absolutely tragic his life was and how I when I was watching I was telling my mom I'm like oh his talent wasn't for him it was for the world like nothing a part of him getting famous benefited him in any way and they ended up having a heart attack at 40 yeah yeah it's like for everyone else but with with um Elvis specifically he was just really screwed over by his manager and that's pretty much why he ended up dying so there's like a right. lot to the but story. But his heart attack, I thought it was like some pills he was on or something. Um, he was pretty much forced to be on any like on medication to keep up with the schedule he was on. And so every night to go to sleep, they would give him whatever it is where they like it's like intravenously. So like morphine or whatever every single night. And he was doing so many shows that he was just like going to die. And the manager was like, pretty much you have to do this type You're of thing. You're hitting me. Yeah, it was really sad. But anyway, really crazy experience. The movie Worth really the watch, just the yes, okay. yeah. I would say at home watch it, and I would say like the second half is better than the first. Mm. But like it was, it was actually a crazy. It was really made you really invested in the story. Mm. But it was like weird too. Mm-hmm. So it was like watching Moulin Rouge, where you're like, right. what is going mm-hmm. on? Yeah, what is going on? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, interesting. Um. Okay. So let's quick, 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 quick. Um. Okay. So silver lining of the week. It's uh, probably been some of the hardest, like, week. I had, like, the hardest week last week. Um, I had, like, two, I don't even know what they are, panic attacks, adrenaline, just emotions, a lot of external things going on, piled into one that had to do with my trauma, feeling very alone and, like, just bad just like a really bad week and it was really annoying because I didn't want to like feel sad about the circumstances and everything that was happening but then my body just released like all of these emotions your deep sigh like that's how I feel right now Um, I let it out just a lot um and then two plus sides I'm going to LA so I'm really excited I think you know, without I me, so. without you. Whatever. Um, so I'm really excited. Of course, I'm going to see Stray Kids. We're trying to go to both of shows. Of course, you're like of naturally. <laughs> People are like, who's Stray Kids? Um, oh, just love them. And then um, I started seeing a therapist for ADHD, and it's kind of turned into something else, which has been a really good thing. So I had good. like my first appointment with her. Um. It took some renavigating of like finding the right therapist for me, which I've actually haven't done before. I've never been like um, passed on to someone else who was like better for me. Mm-hmm. So I was actually really excited when that happened because she's like a perfect fit. And I'm good. So excited. It gave me a lot of hope just for this next season that I'm in. And she made me feel a lot better about even like going back to therapy. Great. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. 
A lot of silver linings. A lot of silver linings. Um, mine is not as much of <laughs> a th- like serious topic, um, but I'd prefer that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been really, I've been pretty overwhelmed about going to New York. I mm-hmm. feel like I'm, I'm very like, I like to go do things and I'm like down for it. But when it actually comes to doing it, I do get really anxious, but I just like don't ever speak it out loud because I'm like, I'm going to do it anyway. you're excited or? Um, I'm just a little nervous about it. Like just going to a new place. I've realized more and more how much I don't like cities and mm. how they kind of scare me a lot. Mm. And I think it's because I just get, I'm scared of everybody and everything. <laughs> so thinking of going to New York, I'm like, well, I'll probably get murdered. I mean, that's probably what's going to happen. You and everyone else. Yeah. You're no different. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, but no, just the idea of like flying with all my gear, going yeah. all the way there. And then like looking at rental cars from Washington DC to New York, it's going to be like $900 and like figuring wow. out if we even want to do that. And then kind of looking at our place where we're staying and being like, I hope that's safe enough. Mm-hmm. How are we going to get around? Oh, it's going to be 90% humidity and 100 degrees. And is that even, am I even going to have fun? Like, how can I do right. that when that's my least favorite thing? So I just have been kind of going through my head of like, oh, this trip is coming up. And oh my gosh, this couple pretty much spend the majority of their money, their budget on just me. That's a lot of pressure no of just feeling like, can I deliver, you know, all of those natural thoughts. But... I ended up getting our Broadway tickets this week and it made me a lot more excited because I'm like, okay, we got them. We're going. I can't believe I'm going to Broadway. That's the number one thing on my bucket list that I've ever written down was like, go to Broadway. I don't even have a bucket list. I do. It's so full. And I'm like, I'm not doing all this before I die. (laughs) So, um, yeah. Just do most of them like when you do die and then you can just watch other people do it. Or like you can skydive as an angel, you know, just. Well, I already skydived. Dove. Dove. Okay. Then check. Um, check. No, it's Is a lot of random list? things like go to Stonehenge. It's like, okay, so when Ooh. Am I do oh, that? Yeah, just do that when you die. When I die or like before I die? No, when you're dead, just go to Stonehenge. When I'm dead. I don't think I'm going to want to like go to Stonehenge when I'm like in heaven. I, I bet you will. I'm like, Lord, this is beautiful. It's stunning. It's perfect. Really quick question. Can I go back down? Can we just like look around? Do you have like binoculars? Can I just go down for like a couple hours tops? Honestly, (laughs) I've heard it's kind of boring there, but I've just always wanted to see it. Are those ghosts? Ghosts are actually people who are like, God, can I just for a couple hours, like every other week? (laughs) Every other week I want to see this. Well, it's funny because people say with Stonehenge, they go there and they're like, wow. Stones. All right. Cool. what do we do now and I feel like that's that pro- probably that way with like the Grand Canyon or seeing like all of these amazing things where you're like wow right well that's why I don't have a bucket list yeah I'm like I all go see that and for me it's like food like I want to oh, go like try really good food I'm like and, already like, go packing eat. food to New York because I'm like I'm gonna bring my own food. oh gosh no <laughs> like so uh, me and Miriam, we're going to LA mm-hmm. and we, so sorry, y'all. we have a list of like things we want to do. And most of it is food, food, drinks, yeah. and then like walking around like art exhibits and stuff. like. Well, that. that's mostly what we're doing in New York is we're going to go to the MoMA and we're going to go to all these things, but. Oh, fun. Yeah. It's and I be think, fun. um, well, what makes it the most stressful is that you are going there for work. So you have all this work stuff with you. 
Did you know by subscribing to our podcast, you will get immediate access to our episodes every Tuesday? It'll give you a notification, so you don't even have to think about it. You can turn on these notifications on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. While you are at it, rating and reviewing the show takes less than a few seconds. It bumps us up on iTunes and gives us a shot to grow our community. It means the world, and we read every single review. If you're listening to the show and you love hearing our voices every single week, we would love to hear what you think. Whether it's your favorite episode, what you want to hear from us or maybe some stuff we need to work on we are super open to it and we would just love to hear what you guys have to say and while you're at it dm us hang out with us on instagram and join our secret facebook group the salt and pepper podcast insiders we love to talk to you guys we love to hear your thoughts and honestly we love to see it when you share our episodes thanks so much and let's get back to the show right and I have so much gear and I have a, I'm a really scared to like be taking Ubers and stuff when we have such yeah, expensive hard. stuff. That's, but that I, scary. yeah, I'm happy Arturo's with me. I think right. if I was like, I give kudos to all like the women photographers that are doing these things on their own or with like another girlfriend. Yeah. I think it would be really, really stressful. stressful. So, but anyway, I'm excited. Well, let's get into today's episode. Today we're talking about your truth and how it's a fallacy. Is that the correct word? Yes. Um, I was confusing it with phallic. <laughs> so well, I was like, Which they're ones? pretty different, but we could use phallic if you want. Should we talk about phallic? Yeah. Your truth is phallic. <laughs> um, yeah, I, so there's even, um, I mean, we'll see how much of this we're going to cut out. Uh, you know, you just posted a certain video yes. the other day that I think this kind of describes it and this gets into some political territory which I'm I don't really love to dive into but just as far as my beliefs like when I see a video like that Mm -hmm. when you see people saying your truth is your truth but also this is one way and this is another way if you want to be this way that works but it just doesn't make sense like there's no such thing as an absolute truth anymore and it really grinds my gears and I will say mainly because if not for the majority of my faith right where I know that there is an absolute truth I respect people and you know you can have your own boundaries and your own beliefs um I'm okay with if (laughs) wow I'm, I'm trying to figure out this territory. Um, yeah, I'm just sick of people not taking sides and being or taking sides that are extreme. Right. I think. And so as far as like politically, like this is like where my brain is going immediately when I think that there's like two major sides as far as politics. I think it's so strange. Stupid. Because if there weren't a Republican and a Democratic side, people would just choose what they believe in. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't say, oh, yeah, I'm a Democrat. And so now I will believe these things. Mm-hmm. First, have your beliefs and then see where that fits. I think most people would be less left and right. They would be so much more in the middle. And so I think that's where my frustration comes from. They are just trying to make everyone happy, but that's not going to make everyone happy. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to frustrate someone with your beliefs and you don't have to go along with what culture believes. Right. And you don't have to be aggressive. And I think that's the biggest problem is 
like for me, it has been really helpful in this season in the past two years to view things in a way that aren't necessarily, they are based off of my faith, but also being more logical on the same side because I feel like it's easier to like argue quote unquote with Mm -hmm. people because a lot of the stuff that, you know, I've been talking about openly on social media about abortion or transgender issues or any of these things without getting into it because I don't want this to be a space where people have to come here about this stuff anyway. No. But for me, a lot of it is like, I believe in small government. I think that's better. So I'm going to come at it from that angle. Of course, a lot of this has to do with my faith and what I believe the Bible says. But also, can you imagine how much better our life would be if we had small government and everybody could live in a place where they felt welcome and accepted and they would just have to move to that state? Right. I will I will die on that hill that I think that that is so much better. Um, but I think the real issue, like you said, is this idea of, well, it's my truth. It's like, okay, well, I guess like I'm going to like go kill that person because like they really hurt me and my family and that's just like my truth oh well you can't do that because there's there's morals well Well, no what do you mean yeah no there's not because it's my truth that is my truth yeah or like well I'm gonna go you know confront that girl and I'm gonna be really mean to her and I'm gonna attack her but like she really hurt me and like that's my truth what I'm speaking I'm just speaking the truth I'm not trying to be mean I'm just speaking the truth and I think all of that is wrapped around which a good episode would be about like identity and like where you find Mm -hmm. your identity and Mm -hmm. a lot of people in our world right now everything is wrapped around their identity and again whatever you believe but everything is wrapped around what are your pronouns what is your gender what is your faith what is your ethnicity who are you attracted to who are you attracted to where did you come from where did you go to school well right and that's always been for me like where people go to school like their education that becomes their identity and that's what they put in their bio and I'm just like first of all that's a red flag for me (laughs) also it's like is that where you find your worth? Because where you find your identity is where you find your worth. But if where you find your worth is in like your identity, I think you're always going to be let down Mm -hmm. and you're always going to be saying, well, this is just my truth. Mm -hmm. This is who I am. And this is, but it's like, well, what there is black and white. There is absolute truth. There are barely any places where there is a gray area. Barely. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. And it's really hard because... As a Christian, I still want to allow people to have their truth because I know that they're not going to believe the same things I believe in. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not going to disrespect a Muslim and say, well, I'm not going to debate you to the world's end and say, I believe in a different type of a God or the same God. Like, I don't even need to draw those lines with you. I am just going to believe what I believe in. If you want to have conversations, I want to have conversations. Why do we then have to demonize another side and hurt other people for having different beliefs? Well, and I think it's, it's changing the verbiage from truth to opinion Mm, or, um, totally, or even beliefs. Like, I think that's really good. Cause like you said, when it comes to, you know, obviously we're, we're hateful cause we're Christians. So like, let's just obviously. make that clear. Let's look at the I camera. I hate everyone. Like, we hate everyone. We're Christians. We're so judgmental. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, there are hateful, judgmental Christians. Absolutely. There are hateful, judgmental yeah. Muslims. There are hateful, judgmental Jewish people. The list goes on Catholic. Do I need to say them all so people don't get offended? Um, <laughs> I'm like, all right, hang on. Let me get the list of religions. But that's because a relig- religion is like it's not a human but we're sinful humans and we make mistakes so of course there are a lot of judgments I have a lot of Christian friends that judge a lot of people a lot of groups of people but it's like well if we're sitting down talking to somebody about their beliefs 
I they do believe that that's that is true and I believe what I'm saying is true but I'm not going to sit there and be like well this is my truth to me because I'm so firm in what I believe I go oh no this is the truth Mm. I'm not going to say my and I think that's the biggest problem is Mm -hmm. like be firm in it why are you saying my in front of it why is it your truth it's actually not yours a lot of people believe the same things you do we're not the only person but why can't we talk though Like, why can't we talk about these things? Why can't we have communication with people that have different beliefs or opinions or ideas than us? And it's so hard because if we said this is the truth, then we would be um, aggressive and bigots. Yes. And we would be told, no, you can't you can't say that. But but I could say it's my truth. Well, you well could, doesn't that yeah. mean the same thing? Mm-hmm. I believe it is the truth. So that's my truth. My truth is right. that God is the truth. Yeah, but I mean, like you could say, I put crystals on my nightstand under the full moon and they give me energy. People would be like, wow, that's incredible. That's Tell me more. But when you talk about order and structure Hmm. I think that's the problem is I think a lot of people are fine with this more elusive idea of karma and energy and all this stuff because it doesn't have as many like rules and boundaries within it but religion does every Mm -hmm. religion not just Christianity I mean other religions have a lot more boundaries but it's like if we eliminate this idea of black and white we don't have any structure or, or, or order in the world. And it just causes chaos and confusion. I don't I don't understand where people want the world to go if we just say anyone can do anything, be anything, and believe anything that they are and what they want. That's going to start hurting our children. That's going to start. And it's funny because then you look at people in other countries who are still normal and they're like, we don't want to be like that. Like they're just going to be thrown into their own chaos. Well, and why when you throw up examples to people, anybody would say they're wrong? Like, for example, obviously this is really aggressive, but you know, what if a man is attracted to a child and then you say, well, that's morally wrong. And they go, well, no, that's just my truth. It's like, so now do we just have to accept that? Do we have to accept and say, okay, that's fine that you're attracted to children. Do with that what you will. And it's like, obviously not. Obviously, we don't murder. Obviously, stealing is wrong. But why? Why are there now certain morals that people fall under and certain things that they don't? Because what if my truth is, is I need that that loaf of bread more than they do mm-hmm. because I need to feed my kids. So I'm going to steal it because that's my truth is that's right. what I need. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think it gets so confusing is I don't know how to talk to somebody who falls under this idea of my truth because then I'm like, do you have any structure or moral obligation mm-hmm. in your life? You know, yeah, it is crazy because I have a harder time having conversations with people who don't have any faith than people who believe that there is something, that there is some sort of order in the universe. And it's, I also think that there, that people have a hard time with Christianity because it's an ancient religion that's like hurt people in the past. Totally. And that, they also think it is just a set of rules when it's like, well, no, actually, Christianity isn't a set of rules. It's when you come to the faith and you know Jesus and you have a faith in Jesus, you actually want to start doing these things mm-hmm. because it makes you feel better. Like, it's crazy totally. the things that our Old Testament that 
we we aren't under that law anymore the law Mm -hmm. of like moses Mm -hmm. we aren't under the law of not having to eat pork and shellfish we can eat that if we want to but isn't it crazy that it's actually not as good for you oh there's no nutritional value isn't that wild though like there's actually some truth to the things that we shouldn't be doing i know obviously it's kind of a tangent but you know pigs are the smartest animal yeah and then I, I so sad. my friend Storm he was sitting next to me he was getting pork sausage and I was you know I was like I do love a pork sausage I know I looked at him I go would you eat a dog would you <laughs> and he was like um, this is my truth <laughs> he's like oh he's just like trying to order his pork sausage I'm like they're smarter than dogs but would you eat a dog you know I thought you were gonna say they're smarter than you <laughs> they're smarter than you <laughs> um no that's funny but yeah I just it's Wait, what were you saying? You're talking about Old Testament. Um, how there's there's tr- some truth to it. Like it's good that you're oh, still yes, not yes. that you're still not under the law. Like that's yeah. an amazing thing. It's great that we have freedom. Like we actually have so much freedom as Christians. I have never felt stifled by my faith. No. And I have never felt like and for context, we don't talk about this a lot, but like I'm a virgin. I don't have sex till I'm married, obviously, and I don't drink. And I've only ever one, had one drink of alcohol. And for me, that's like a personal choice. I mm-hmm. feel very strongly about that. And I have never felt stifled by that decision. I, you know, if anything, so this is so random. I guess I'll share this. It was my high school reunion just a few weeks ago. I accidentally got drunk. I don't purposely get drunk. Yeah. (laughs) And I'll admit it was a combination of things. I don't like to be drunk. It makes me feel awful. And the next day I made myself throw up because I felt so awful. I like felt nauseous the whole time I was about to get on a plane and I felt so guilty. And I think that's because of the Holy Spirit. And it's because of my relationship with God. I was telling Olivia, I was telling my husband, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I know I don't have to like be asking for forgiveness. (laughs) You're like apologizing to me. I'm like, it's okay. I know. I was like, because it just, it makes you feel horrible. Yeah. And the next like two weeks, I felt bad. And it's so weird because it made me like not want to sin ever again. And I'm like, yeah, I, I just like need to like just make better decisions. Like it really just helps you keep your life healthy it's actually crazy like being a christian it's more than like oh god has all these rules and regulations of things Mm -hmm. you can and can't do there's reason for it yeah yeah arturo always says that he goes if somebody gave you a recipe and they said this is the perfect recipe to the most perfect chocolate chip cookie you've ever had in your life Mm. would you change anything on that or would you leave something out or would you add something it's like well no because it's the perfect chocolate chip cookie which i don't like cookies so i would say banana bread and and we're not saying that there's like a perfection to christianity no but it can never be perfect but the bible gives it to you and we and we fall short but like because we're human yeah but when we look at the bible and we take that as the truth it really is the perfect recipe and if you if you really think about it let's say you're listening to this and you're not a christian or don't have faith in anything if you really think about the biggest problems in this world they all come from like selfishness and not listening to the bible Mm. which a lot of that is sex before marriage having multiple partners they even did a study what greed yeah greed you know coveting divorce coveting a lot of things yeah Yeah. and there's just not a lot of um there's not a lot of substance to what the world is telling us to do what other podcasts are telling you to do to go have these one night stands live your life do all these different things multiple partners multiple partners have an open relationship Mm -hmm. they did they did this study um for and it was like 
the divorce rate for people and there was all these different ones and one of them was how many partners you had before you were married and mm-hmm. the divorce rate goes up significantly hey, on, so how about zero? mostly on women. how is it with zero how is it with zero <laughs> yeah I think it was like it was like age and it was living with your partner and mm. it was all these different things but yeah. anyway without getting too much into that I think it's important to like to check yourself especially if you're a Christian in this world and you keep hearing people saying my truth it's okay to be like I don't actually subscribe to that like, I don't fall under under that, even though everyone else is. I'm not going to fall into that because I don't believe in what you are saying. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to say no, the truth, even though people are going to get mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I say don't try to be liked by everyone. I think that's something that we're seeing in culture right now. And me and Olivia are constantly texting each other about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, my gosh, this Christian, they Christian. I mean, what is that anymore? Um they just want to be able to do whatever they want to do in this world. And that's just not the world we live in. We live in a world of sin Mm -hmm. and we live in a world of temptation. Yeah. And we're supposed to be called above that and above reproach. Mm -hmm. And we're supposed to be an example of who Christ was. And so just by going along with everything that culture is saying, believing everything that culture is believing in, that's not setting yourself apart. And you're just trying to be liked by everyone else. And that's not, you should be hated by people. Oh, yeah. A lot of people hate me. The world will, <laughs> will hate you because of me. That's exactly what Jesus said. Yeah. And like, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed. And it's like yeah. that to me. And and for a, a long time, which this could be an interesting solo episode, but it's like we have been alienated by other Christians because we don't drink or we don't do these things. Right. And it's just like, well, what if that's my truth, though? And that's your <laughs> truth. I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Well, if anything in this episode, you were like, oh my gosh, yes. If you're raising your hands up in the air and you're like, finally, someone else who gets it and believes everything we believe in. Can you post this to your story and tag us so we can personally thank you? Because that's going to get the word out to other people, other people who are like us and, you know, to challenge other people. We don't just want to be friends with everyone who believes the same things as us. We like to have conversations. So our DMs are open. If you have our number... Go ahead and text us. <laughs> Go ahead and text us. Um, I have a good thing that my friend Chelsea posted on her story that mm. I think would end this. So it was like a devotional thing. Um, it's based off of a thing in Galatians, but it says, um, you don't work in the hope of getting an identity. You work in celebration of the identity that in Christ you have been given. Mm. Um, no need to search for yourself. No need to grasp for meaning for my life or purpose for what to do. No need to hope for inner peace, that sense of well-being for which every heart longs. No need to hope that someone or something will make me happy or give me joy. I no longer need any of these things because grace has connected me to you and you have named me your child. Oh my gosh. I know. And I read that. I was like, man, the world needs to hear that because I think, you know, without going more into this, but like, like you actually don't need to find yourself, mm-hmm. which is another episode, but like you <sighs> write don't that need, down, write that down. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you don't need to find yourself. You don't need to figure out what your truth is. You need to find what the truth is and you need to dive into that because that will make you whole. The absolute truth. Yourself. All you need to know is God. And if, and it, this is a call to anyone who doesn't even believe if you're like feeling a tugging or you're like, I just want to know more. Praying is for anyone and everyone. God listens to anyone and everyone. 
And it's all about just looking further, diving deeper. What is that thing that's like inside of your heart that's like tugging at your heartstring? And if you're confused about the world, it's because it's not supposed to make sense. The world doesn't make sense. Yeah. God does ultimately. Yeah. And if you're a more analytical, like logical person, sitting down and really like getting a piece of paper and writing down my truth and Mm. then trying to like find things that counteract that and you'll find so many things like Mm. a basic moral and ethical code for humans and I think you'll start to realize like oh this is not a good foundation to base my life on for anyone well if you guys haven't yet please subscribe (laughs) rate and review um it helps us out and just give us five stars you know like it just takes one little clicky click yeah especially after this episode yeah especially clicky click a little clicky click um you can also follow us at the salt and pepper podcast you can follow us personally at olivia crane and at it's lisa brosser and you can join our facebook group the salt and pepper podcast insiders um i think that's it so it's always better when salt and pepper pepper come together. together bye well shakers thanks for listening to today's show we are so happy you took the time to listen if you liked it share it on your instagram stories and tag us we will make sure to send you a message we love connecting with our audience and also love to see that you are listening to the show it truly means the world if you haven't yet please subscribe rate and review it helps our show grow you can also follow us at the salt and pepper podcast on instagram well i think that's it so we will shake it up with you next tuesday I'm all shook up.